Today's episode of Brace Up. Okay, let's go right in. Um, I'll be talking to you on the topic I titled The When of Revival. The When of Revival. And um, I'd like to read to you from a passage of the scripture, Isaiah chapter 60, from verse 1. It says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and the kings to the brightness of thy rising. You see, um, talking about revival, I'll first of all try to explain what revival is. So what is revival? You see, revival... I would say, I know I've seen many people define it as a lot of things, but I'm going to tell you what revival is. See, revival is simply resurrection from spiritual death. There cannot be revival. You cannot revive what is already alive. Anything that is alive does not need reviving. It is something that is dead that needs to be revived. You see, revival, I said, is more light in darkness because for us, Darkness is spiritual death. Darkness is spiritual death and revival is more life than death. So if we have more life, if we are having more life in a place than there are deaths there, we can say that revival is happening. So if souls are getting saved by the day, if we are having new people get coming to Christ Jesus by the day, we can say we are having a revival. You see, revival is more God consciousness in the world. Revival is more God consciousness. So I said it's resurrection from spiritual death. You see, um, there are many things, that, there are many beliefs about revival. So some people, you see some people believing that um, the church needs a revival. The only revival we need as a church is spiritual growth and nothing more. You see, uh, everything that the preachers of revival want to achieve um, um, through the preaching revival for the church is is achieved in spiritual growth. All the things they want to achieve, things like uh, um, hunger for God, they want you to be hungry for God, to love God the more, you see, to pray much more, to 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 fast more, to study the Bible more, to to be to live life, to live more righteously. You see, all these things they are trying to make us do, trying to make the saints do by teaching that the church needs a revival, have already been achieved in spiritual growth because a growing believer will pray more. A growing believer will evangelize more. A growing believer will have a hunger and a love for God. A day in, day out. It does not come and go. No. The spiritual life is the most consistent life ever. The life of God. It doesn't change. So it, does, it doesn't go down and come up. No. It doesn't add. It is what it is. Hallelujah. You see, it, it, we live righteously, not because we are taught to live righteously, but because we are righteous beings by nature. Hallelujah. The revival we need in church is spiritual growth through the knowledge of the word of God. Through the knowledge of the word of God. So the more we, if you want your people, if you want to achieve those things, 
teach your people the word of God and don't go ahead and teaching that teaching that church needs a revival. If we need a revival, we need a revival in the knowledge of God to know to know more about God. When the more we know Him, the more we achieve everything. Hallelujah. You see, the Bible teaches in First Corinthians, if you look at First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 34, you see the Bible said, Awake to righteousness and sin not. You see, for some have the knowledge of God. This was Paul trying to teach his people to live righteously. He said how to live righteously is to awake to the righteousness of God. In other words, to the knowledge of God's righteousness that you have. And then you will see yourself not sinning. Hallelujah. So it is not the church that needs a revival. Actually, it is the world that needs a revival. Because the more, because they're the ones that need more light. They are the ones that need more God consciousness. They are the ones that need uh, uh, um, um, to receive life and not us. We already have the life of God in us. You see, when you got saved, you receive the life of God and that is not leaving you. Hallelujah. That's not leaving you. It is when we, we have a, a, a revival in the world, when we have a reduction in the population of what I called the walking dead. When we have the, 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 the unsaved, I like to I call them the walking dead because they are they are walking, they are alive, they seem like they are alive, but we know that they are dead, hallelujah, because their spirit is not alive, hallelujah. You see, when, the question I want, I, I, I ask, that's the topic of this uh, uh, podcast, is when are we going to have that revival? When will that revival come? You see, many have been waiting for the revival, and we've had prophecies. People have, the Bible has promised a revival, and Men of God in the past have promised, have said that, that there's going to be a revival that is coming and people have been waiting for that revival. The question is, when will the revival that God has promised the church come? I tell you that the revival will come when the army of God, that is when the church of God, the saints of God, when they give themselves, they commit themselves to the great commission, when they commit themselves to the work of the master, to the mandate that God has given to us. That is when we are going to have that revival we are looking for. We are not going to have revival by sitting around doing nothing and expecting that one day revival will jump down from heaven you see we are the army of god we are the orchestrators of the purpose of god on earth and the moment we start acting on the mandate we have been given we will start seeing a revival i said that the great commission is the trigger to revival the great the obedience rather is not just the great commission but obedience to the great commission is the trigger to, to revival you cannot expect to have revival when you are not preaching the gospel what is the great commission it is found in in, in matthew chapter 28 he said preach the gospel to all nations go into all the world and preach the gospel baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and the holy ghost see make disciples of all the nations you see we are to make until we pick up this commission and take it as god has told us to as take it as he has spoken to us to and we, we begin to make disciples of all nations that is when revival will come why because we begin to have more souls come into the kingdom. We begin to have more light in darkness. We will see hell being depopulated and heaven being populated. You can pray all you want. Listen to me. Now, I'm not saying this to downplay the place of prayer because prayer is so important and crucial for a revival to come. But you see, you can sit around in your house or in the church and pray all you want for revival. If you do not step out 
and obey the Great Commission, you will have no revival. I'm telling you practically, you will have no revival. You can sit down and pray. You can ask the apostles. They have answers to that because they prayed all they wanted until Peter rose and preached. They did not have the first, they, they could not have the first phase of revival. You see, the wave of revival that they had in Acts chapter 2 was the 3,000 that got saved. That's the first wave of revival that we ever had in history. And that happened when someone spoke the word. Are you ready for a revival? It is time to preach the word of God. You can ask Zinzendorf in his own time. Well, Zinzendorf was a man that lived that a great revival. In his own time, they prayed and prayed, but there was no revival until they stepped out and began to preach the gospel. You see, until you begin to preach, you are not going to see a revival. If you ask men like T.L. Osborne, they will tell you, you can pray all you want. If you don't preach the gospel, you are not going to have a revival. It is in the stepping out that we have the revival I want. Hallelujah. And in Acts chapter 2, they, they, until they preached the gospel, there was no revival. The glory of the Lord will cover the earth. I'm telling you, it will cover the earth. When the church repents, I, I said the church has to repent from their disobedience in the Great Commission because in looking at the churches, many churches, not every church is anyway, not many, every church, but many churches have seen there is a, a level of disobedience in the Great Commission. And the moment that disobedience is there, we cannot have a revival. We need to obey that commission with so much fervency as the apostles did that is this fervency that they handled the commission with and until we begin to handle it like that we are not going to see a revival smith wiggles was saying in his words he said the act of the apostles was written because the apostles acted and i'm telling you no acts will be written of us if we do not act uh, if you do not act, rather, there no act to be written of us if we do not act. It is time for us to rise and take up the Great Commission and, be, and, and obey it. Preach the gospel, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. By doing that, we will see revival in the world. We will see the, 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 the sinners getting saved. We will see more light in darkness. I tell you, my friend, Revival does not respond to church administration. I'm telling you practically, no matter how you see it. It does not respond to sitting around in church. It does not uh, respond to well-arranged pews. It does not uh, respond to, to lifting up your hand in church and singing. No. It responds to men getting their hands, soiling their hands in the in the sands of evangelism. I'm telling you, it responds to f- the men walking with their feet and entering lands where the lost and preaching to them in response to the gospel in response to the preaching of the gospel i say i said it this way in response to very outburst of evangelism by the church of course by the church by the saints but with the church remains inside within the four walls of the church we are not going to see revival it is time to step out to the streets my friend it is time to step up with you so what we need to do right now is to rise on our feet as the church and rescue the lost. Okay, the way Rehad Bonke will say, he will say it, of blessed memory, the way he will say it, he said, he said, let's rise and rescue the perishing or we will need rescuing ourselves. I'm telling you, because the way the church is going, the way 
some people in the church are, are, are doing this uh, um, Christian work, it's beginning to seem like we are the ones that need rescuing from lukewarmness. It's looking like we are the ones that, 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 that need rescuing from coldness and, you know, you know, uh, um, what, what, what I might call spiritual obesity. People who find it so difficult to move, they become so fat spiritually that they can't even move and preach the gospel. I'm telling you, it is time for us to rise and preach the gospel like we've not done before. This is why some preachers have, because they have seen the way people are treating the Great Commission, they want to make them preach more and so they begin to teach that we need revival, that we need revival in church. You know, if there is a revival we need in church, it is for you to grow spiritually and understand that Preaching the gospel is your sole mandate, is your commission, is your purpose. Because the purpose of, of the new creation is the purpose of God. Hallelujah. The purpose of a knight, hallelujah, is the purpose of the king. Whatever the king says is their command. Hallelujah. And I tell you that personally, Jude Chimobi, I have decided that the purpose of God shall be my command. The will of God shall be my command. And I pray for you that you will be part of the coming revival because you shall rise and preach the gospel with very passion like never before. We are not going to sit down and look at the world just perish. I have a love for them because Jesus loved them. I have a love for them. He loved them and so I love them too. And so we preach the gospel to them and we are not going to rest until we see it happen. I pray for the church. I pray for you listening to me that your heart will be steered with so much fire in it to preach the gospel like never before. We are going to see the world getting saved. We are going to see the lost getting saved. The nations of the world shall be saved because we shall begin to reach out step by step from that person in your, in, at, your, uh, at your doorstep, you are beginning, you are going to speak to him and to your neighbors, to your classmates, to your, to your work, to your colleagues at work, you will begin to speak the word of God to them and we are going to start seeing them. We are going to start seeing salvation, a surge of salvation, a wave of revival from here to there, from, new, from every nook and cranny, from the offices, we are going to see people getting saved. Hallelujah. Preach the gospel wherever you are. Glory to God. God will help us in this work. And we're going to see the revival that God has promised us come to pass. And I still say it again. That we shall see the glory of the Lord cover the earth as the water has covered the sea. Because you and I, we are going to rise and praise the gospel. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I bless you um, um, greatly. And I'm so excited that you joined in today's episode of Brace Up. And I encourage you to join next week. Hallelujah. As we keep on steering our hearts, hallelujah, for the gospel, we keep on steering our hearts to preach the gospel much more radically. Let me tell you, we are going to increase the tension for Satan in this world. We are not going to sit down and watch him do anyhow. We will keep on increasing the tension for him until hell is empty and we have heaven full in the words of Rehab Bunky. Hallelujah. We are going to depopulate hell. Hallelujah. We are going to populate the kingdom of our God. And I say it again, that we lift the banner of Jesus on this earth forever and ever. Thank you very much for joining today. I look forward to um, having you next week on Brace Up. God bless you richly.